0: Begin after eight cats. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
1: He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he
2: had an epiphany.
1: Sit back and let Spencer do a trick because
3: you're incapable he Thank you, TJ Drennan. I'm Spencer, aka Free Thrall, and this is Keep Off the Borderlands. Now, you may be able to hear still got a bit of a cold, but I'm over the worst of it. Things have been very up and down recently, as uh, some of these callings will testify. (laughs) So without further ado, let's give them a listen.
2: So glad to hear that you are feeling better and spaced. Yes, we like that too. We saw space like a long, long time ago before it was even on. Hulu and all that kind of stuff, and I love the part where she's writing on the typewriter, and it's like intense writing da, 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 da. it's like how long have you done that? two and a half minutes or one and a half minute or whatever it was It's just hysterical I like that he opens up with x files with sc- Scully on his face, but I'm a Simon Pegg fan from back back to when but Blackbooks was out, so yeah, pretty good and the humor is, is, is hysterical. It's so funny. I love it. The sticky pad on his forehead, that's for black books. Oh, good stuff. See you later. Whisk Hey, Free throw. I'm sorry that you're feeling pathetic. I have fingerless gloves on too, but I was just out from outside because it's snowing and it's a winter wonderland on this side of the pond, or at least where I live. So I hope that you're feeling better, and I'll catch you in the next podcast.
3: Thank you, Ivy, the happy whisk there. Uh yes, I as I said, I am feeling better. I think the first message was referring to me recovering from the sciatica I was experiencing a couple of weeks after putting my back out and now I'm recovering from a particularly nasty cold. But spaced, great to hear some love for spaced. I, I, Never ceases to surprise me that uh, people across the pond really appreciate British comedy. And, um, yeah, you said there that you've been a fan of Simon Pegg since you first saw him in Black Books. I think it was in the second season. But one of the earliest things he was in was a great sketch show called Big Train. Quite a cult TV show over here. Not the sort of thing that was i don't, I don't believe it was repeated, but one of my favorite sketch shows, and I'd be very surprised if that was aired in the states, but there's plenty of the sketches available on youtube, and uh yeah, just just really quirky stuff uh written by Graham Linehan and Arthur Matthews, who also wrote Father Ted. Which is a classic British comedy. I say British comedy. It's actually it's a, it's a comedy about Irish priests, but it was made for UK television. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that is a classic. Uh, Father Ted was uh, played expertly by uh, Dermot Morgan, who sadly passed away back in '98 at the age of forty-five which was, uh, yeah, quite shocking and a very sad loss. And you mentioned the snow there, Ivy. Um, It was snowing while we were away, apparently. It was all gone by the time we returned, but you can still see it up on the mountains. But it's certainly cold enough for snow at the moment here. Thank you so much for those calls. Dude. Dude. I literally
1: just came on to Anchor to send you a voice message to ask if everything was alright and if you were doing okay, because I haven't heard from you in a while, and lo and behold, you had just put out a new episode like eight minutes ago, man, so I'm excited to listen to it, Uh, and like I said, man, I I, I do hope you're doing alright, and I am excited as all hell to get finally the chance to roll some dice with you real soon man so take it easy i'll talk to you then peace out hey spencer it's joe and dude being sick is the pits man but being sick while you're on vacation ah, dude that's the absolute pits uh that super sucks man i'm really sorry but uh that was pretty clutch putting out an episode being able to power through uh, good on you, dude. And I just got to say, that sad piano music you picked to kick it off was, uh oh, it was magnifique, man. Great work. Great work, Spencer. All right, I'll talk to you later. Peace out. Feel better soon, dude. Peace out.
3: Hey, Joe, from Hindsightless and Wheel or Woe there. Um, always great to hear from you. And thanks for taking the time to check in on me. And I had actually intended to put out an episode while I was away traveling but what with um you know just the way things went and the fact that I became ill on top of that as well it kind of sucked but I was in a nice hotel so it wasn't too bad I managed to see my folks which was good and uh yeah it was only really one day that I was kind of really out of action but um I'm really, really looking forward to playing with you and Colin and Jason again. I think TJ's in on the action too. I want John Large, of course. Yeah, apologies if I'm missing anyone else out. But obviously, Dave running the game. Very much looking forward to that. Bring it on.
4: Hey Jason, here from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Great episode! What a great pick for an unsung hero. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the shows you mentioned. I'll have to see if there's any record of them on YouTube or anywhere else. Um, like I say, that's a great pick. Thank you for sharing that. I really enjoyed it. So we'll talk to you later on. I, and you mentioned about your your headphones. Depending on what you're doing. What I end up doing, and maybe it's because the bad internet connection in the area I live, or slow computer or whatever, but if I'm on Discord and playing a game use that's using Discord for a voice off times, I'll use my phone on Discord to talk, and then I'll use my computer and Roll20. So maybe you can do that with your headphones, I don't know. Now you have to remember to plug your phone in during the game if you do that, but just a suggestion. Talk to you later.
3: Yeah, I think most of those Into the Odd Hacks are free apart from A Death is a New Pink but I certainly didn't mind paying out for that one. And the uh, Electric Bastion Land Kickstarter is up if I haven't mentioned that already. Yeah, I went in for the hardback option on there. I've certainly already spoken about how I've been anticipating the arrival of that one. There is a free PDF preview of Electric Bastion Land that I've... uh, Posted up in various places uh, It's available on uh, Itch And it's a probably be a good point to mention The excellent new podcast Loco Ludus And in the most recent episode There's a fantastic interview With uh, Chris McDowell The creator of Into the Odd and Electric Bastion Land uh, Well worth checking out uh, But yeah Glad the car's fine Glad your son's fine and yeah, that Beowulf uh, Beast Slayer game book by, um, was it Jonathan Green? I'll be sure to let you know how I'll get on with that one. Oh yeah, and the Reavers and Waldens thing. Um, it appears that Joe has already snapped up that idea, which I'm quite pleased about, because he'll probably do more with it than I'll ever get round to doing. Uh, yeah, as far as wargaming is concerned, it's not um, it's not something that I've ever really been into, or particularly, you know, I don't have a lot of uh, experience in that area. And I think my kind of my physical condition might make uh, playing something like that a little too challenging. So let's uh, catch up with some calls from Jason from the before times.
4: Hey, Spencer Jason here, Nerds Variety Cast. I hope you're feeling better. I'm curious if Beowulf was a wonderful retelling of English, England's greatest folktale, quote-unquote. I don't know. I probably quoted that a little bit wrong because I'm going off memory. I actually, I, so I look back, I do have Into the Odd. Well, I have the PDF of it. I did buy it, who knows when. I forgot I had it. So I do have that. I just I just bought, well, it's was free, and pay what you want. But Into the Jungle, um, and I'll look at some of these other hacks. So I appreciate your pointing that out for me. Um, my son is okay, and the car is okay. It was just a fender bender, like you say, nothing big. And I'm not sure what else to say. Oh, Reavers and Wardens. So I haven't seen a lot with RPGs for that, but the war games and skirmish games tend to have a lot on that period and miniatures have a lot for that period. So
3: talk to you later. Jason there from nerds RPG variety cast. And he was referring to the last episode I did for anchorites, appreciate Arneson month, the unsung hero episode where I spoke about the program called the adventure game created by Patrick Dowling. And um, I think there's, there are some clips on YouTube. I think it is actually available on DVD. There were four seasons of that from 1980 to 86. Uh, but I'm not sure how um watchable it is, you know, in this day and age. I can imagine it might be a bit of a struggle to get through, but it is uh, it's certainly something of a curiosity and that tip with the headphones actually in our um, Barbarians of Lemuria game that's exactly what I did I plugged my headphones into my phone but um, I managed to uh, get to the bottom of that little problem but thanks for the tip
4: Hey Jason here just still working through your back catalogue so crit tables yep I love Rollmaster I would definitely play in a Rollmaster game these days. I don't know if I want to run it. I, I actually I would run it. I guess. Yeah, it's not that bad. I, I'd run it. Rollmaster definitely was my introduction to those crazy critical tables too. Um, so, again, through and my introduction to Rollmaster was MURPs as well. So very interesting. As far as focus goes, I also am unfocused. I think I've got thousands of purchases from well a lot of it's free but i think i've got thousands of items in my r- rpg now library and um yeah i'm like you i'll skip around and read different things and you know i r- read rpgs a lot more than i play them so i definitely feel your pain there talk to you later
3: yeah interesting what you said about Murp there it seems to have been an entry point for a, a few people i thought I was kind of out on my own there, having Merp as my first RPG experience. But um, it seems there's a few of us around. And what you were saying about reading, yeah, I'm still at it. I'm still buying stuff. I've still got plenty of PDFs I've yet to open. I'm uh, currently uh, reading through uh, Best Left Buried. And also an interesting game, that Froth mentioned on the Hump Day bloggerama a couple of weeks ago called The Shivering Circle which is kind of a contemporary English set in the West Country but very much steeped in kind of uh, English folklore and pagan goings on very much sort of a Wicker Man type vibe to it which I find really appealing.
0: Hey, Spencer Jason here. Nerds RPG Variety Cast up through August nineteenth. I think the word is scary. So to backtrack a little bit, you are a hundred percent right. We do not put enough value in nonsense in our life. So I'm with you there. Uh, to uh, scary. So. I think your systems, your idea is interesting. I I understand the idea of trying to keep charisma from being a dump stat, but I do wonder if it shouldn't be an intelligence check to see if you comprehend the scary thing and then the wisdom check to, you know, for the horror and to get the effect. I I know that kind of defeats the purpose of what you're saying to some degree, but I, I kind of, feel it should be intelligence and wisdom, not wisdom and charisma. But I don't know. Interesting
3: idea. Yeah, I get what you're saying there about intelligence and wisdom. I kind of feel like they're all sort of up for grabs, really. I think the angle I was coming at with using charisma, not so much uh, rescuing it from being a dumb stat, but I kind of wanted to convey the difference between how someone felt and how they responded based on that feeling, you know, so their sort of outward behavior, which is why I thought about using charisma to determine how they would respond. So, you know, if people with a low charisma would perhaps act in a more cowardly manner or... um, and people with a high charisma could just kind of style it out you know feel the fear and do it anyway that kind of thing hey Spencer so the Hymen you
4: talked about or the high folk well we both played merps or merp we've read Lord of the Rings we know where that comes from but it's neat to see it translate in the game world I'm sure a lot of us have put that in our game world in the past your episode on Bast and computer games and getting bored with computer games—I experience that now. I can play for a little bit, but I get bored of them pretty quick. Um, I had a, a space game like that for the Commodore sixty-four in the late eighties, where you flew around. You could like skim certain planets to refuel, and it was all just um, line drawings. The you know like three D objects were the. You know, with the graphics. I don't know what that game was called. But anyway, just I appreciate your accompanying me on my way home.
3: Hey, yeah. I'm pretty sure you are describing Elite there with the vector graphics and all. There may have been some, uh, you know, similar games following on from its success. But, uh, yeah, it was certainly available on the Commodore. I just wanted to say something relating to the previous episode where I was talking about the Antonine Wall, Hadrian's Wall and the Scots, but it wasn't actually the Scots who the Romans would have come up against. It would have been the Picts who inhabited that part of Scotland at the time, which wouldn't have been known as Scotland The name Scotland comes from the Scots or Scotty, who are raiders from Ireland who actually settled on the west coast. And the Scots basically moved inland and the Picts, as a culture, became pretty much extinct. This probably bothers me and nobody else, (laughs) but there you go. And not being able to resist a pun to such an extent that I really need to come up with an Iron Age Scottish game called Pits and Stones. Well, that'll do for now, I think. Um, I've been free for all. That was keep off the borderlands. I really do appreciate all those call-ins. If you want to leave a message, there's a link in the description, or you can email me at spencer.freeforall@gmail.com. At Any music you've heard is by T.J. Drennan, and you'll find a link to his Patreon in the description too. Thanks very much for listening. Remember, if things get dicey, just roll with it.